You're listening to 92.5 WGLB The Glove. I'm uh, DJ Butts and Stuff. With me today, we have DJ Galadriel Quickstep. <laughs> I love this wording. DJ Forensics Chick. What the fuck is happening? <laughs> DJ Who Gives a Fuck. Gonna turn it up once in the mic, yeah! <laughs> and DJ Scratch and Sniff. Where are my smelly markers at? <laughs> We're right here! And now our fans are known as the Smelly Markers. (laughs) I can live with that. (laughs) Oh my god, that was. You guys are laughing. I've got a drawer full of them. Mm. (laughs) Together, one smells like banana. (laughs) I do, because they changed the yellow one from loon to banana, and that's horseshit. Oh shit! All right, yeah, no, you're right. It should be lemon. Is it horseshit? I I would rather smell banana than horseshit. True. <laughs> no, the brown one is horseshit. Ew. I have a black one that's burnt marshmallow, and it is my favorite. I need to see. Mine are all licorice. Okay. Or maybe no, I'm gonna go dig I in think for it's the cherry black. one. Oh, you go for the cherry? What? No, I'm gonna say I'm gonna go <laughs> digging for my cherry one now. <gasps> Oh, <laughs> I think it just got like a little bit more. Uh, mm. <laughs> Didn't realize you had to go digging for that. Uh, I forgot who I'm talking to. <laughs> Get ready for the gutter hour. Gutter hour. All right, Bailey, you had a book for us, right? Yeah, but... I did. I'm sorry, I went digging for smelly markers to sniff. <laughs> <laughs> digging for her cherry. I find the cherry grape and bubble gum and. Pineapple and orange. Ew, bubblegum. But I want the cherry. I couldn't find the cherry. Pineapple works. For some reason, pineapple is a sex symbol. I don't know why. That if guys drink a lot of pineapple juice, it makes their taste. Oh, when it doesn't. It's bad. Yeah, but who wants like I don't know. Somebody told me a pineapple was a sex symbol, and I was like, if anyone put that anywhere near my nether regions, I would kick them in the face. Wait, I think there's another thing about pineapple. Insertion. Okay, hold on. I gotta look this up now. <laughs> Are you getting high? Pineapple <laughs> symbol for a sex orgy. What? An orgy? Apparently. That is very what? odd. Yeah. Now, I mean, here I knew about lemon <laughs> parties, but I did not know about pineapples. <laughs> I know that in the movie Little Nicky, they shove a pineapple up Hitler's ass. Mm. And the room has gone quiet. Excellent. <laughs> Sorry, I'm too busy right, thinking sexy thoughts. I have two, two books that we can discuss. Um, one is kind of long, but I've got the, the basic gist of it down. The other one is slightly worse in that it's shorter and that um, it's part of a series called the A to Z Sex series. So I'll let you guys choose whichever you would like. We have sacrificed to the dragon, or we have uh, B is for bondage. Bondage. Yeah, I know. I'm. I'm. I kind of want to vote for B is for bondage. I can live with B is for bondage. Lorelai, are you good with that, Cody? Uh, I'm good with I'm that. I'm still uh, getting distracted by the pineapples and sex. Yeah, uh, I, I do know what pineapples. I, are. I went ahead and searched I'm pineapple sex stupid. meme, and I got from Urban Dictionary uh, top definition of pineapples. What the fuck you looking at definition of pineapples for, you stupid fuck? You should know what pineapples are. Hashtag you, hashtag ours, hashtag dumb, hashtag for, hashtag not, hashtag knowing, hashtag what, hashtag a, hashtag pineapple, hashtag is. Thank you, Urban Dictionary. I was going to say that's one of the more eloquent ones that I've seen. Yep. Speaking of stupid definitions for things, I actually had a friend... That my favorite animal is penguins, and he would giggle uncontrollably because apparently in his family, penguin is for a dildo. <laughs> so I had to go well, through high school listening to him giggle anytime I said, "But I love penguins." Well, I mean, well, there goes my nickname, penguin. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, dildos, not butt plugs. Well, you can shove a dildo lots of places. 
Fair enough. <laughs> Anything can be a dildo if you're brave enough. This book is called Beasts for Bondage. It is part of the A to Z sex series. And to this point, they only have up to G because I looked to see what all is the Is it called the G spot? Is it called the G spot? No, it's G is for gangbang. Damn it! <laughs> I like just the first know what four they do are A's for anal. Now, if they do Z, I have a feeling that it's probably gonna um, involve animals in some way, shape, or form. It's gotta be oh, no, really I don't that know. One. There's nothing else you could do for Z. Right? Because there's not a whole lot. But what about X? Unless you do, I mean, you could do X's for xenophobes. No, no. Xenophobes. Guys, just a bunch of racist Z is for zapping. With an electric car battery Ooh. onto your nipples. Ooh! <laughs> oh, God, shit. Mm. I very much doubt that's what Honestly, that is. I've read the first four, so that would probably be on par. I'm not saying I'm writing them or anything. Um. <coughs> Did you guys know that pineapple is the $50 note so, in so Australian So you're saying currency? that your, uh, your name is J.L. Hugh? <laughs> Wait, wait, Australian... Uh, hold on, too many people talked at once. Australian fancy and what? You... A pineapple is the $50 note in Australian currency. And these books is JL. <laughs> okay, alright. Now, now people have talked separately, now I understand all of them. Apparently, I was excited. somewhere to use pineapple for genitals, as in he touched my pineapple. Guys, what? Mm. <laughs> what? Touched I've my heard melons, apples, and peaches, but never pineapples. <laughs> oh my Rub god. those spikes. Oh god. I love it when you touch it sounds my spiky pineapple. <laughs> if you have spikes, there might be a problem. <laughs> or, you know, it, it could be a good thing, depending on your king. Yeah, all right. And apparently there's no relationship judge. between pineapples and swinging. Huh? Huh. Things I never knew. Yeah. If you're a swinger, just leave a pineapple outside your door so other swingers don't know. It actually sounds like what I just read. <laughs> Alrighty then. <laughs> like those oh, um, right underground railroad codes. <laughs> you mean you don't already have one? Get a plastic one so it doesn't rot. Nope, gotta go fresh. It's just more bullshit for the bloopers. Exactly. Making up for last time. So we're doing Bs for Bondage, which is part of the A to Z sex series by L.J. Hugh. And um, these are all terribly written because I read the first four and they're all god awful. D is for is a double, double team. If you were interested, I was kind of hoping it would be in a double penetration, but it's not. It's just two pirates. That's too bad. So the B is for bondage starts with um, Daniela. She is a college age student home. For her, um, it was a fall break, I guess, because she's raking leaves, so I assume it's fall. Ah, uh, yes, our usual declaration of "we are legal." Yeah, basically, it's that's how it starts out. And so she pulls in. It starts out with her pulling into her parents' driveway from college, and her kind of musing about how she hasn't had a boyfriend in college because all the boys she hooks up with are un. Uh, uneducated, I guess, is the word, unexperienced, and they all end very quickly. I believe the word she uses is their heat-seeking missiles detonate too soon. <laughs> what? <laughs> Holy I shit! I that one! <laughs> yes! <laughs> this one is probably the best out of all of them. Hold on, I'm gonna find the actual... Gwen's face right now! <laughs> it sounds like the sperm are exploding inside of her! <laughs> I'm trying to find the actual... Quote because it was really funny. As a man um, who explodes too early, <laughs> I take offense to this. It is. Uh, college boys were great with their energy and heat seeking missiles that they kept in their pants. She quickly realized, though, it was over all too soon with them and they had real experience. The heat seeking missiles they kept in their pants. Right? Holy shit. Like I said, it was one of the better euphemisms I've heard. So that is beautiful. As she's sitting there, just kind no, of creeping in her car, her neighbor, Mister yes. Thompson, uh, pulls up, and she starts musing about how, when she was in high school, her room overlooks into his den, 
and she would watch him through her curtains at night with all his girlfriends. Creep! Tie them up and do all sorts of fun bondage stuff. So that's kind of how she... Oh, goody. She's she, going to be getting it on with the older neighbor. Right? Voyeurism is only cool if all parties agree to it. I'm just saying, well, eventually we find out that he knew hey, she ladies, was doing it. I agree to it. So, so that was her thing for a while. So she got really interested in it about how she would watch watch him tie these women up with all manners of erotic knots. All sorts of fun stuff. So... She eventually realizes that she's being creepy in the car because he's kind of waving at her. And so she gets out and they have a little awkward conversation as she goes back inside and yada, yada, yada. And then it's the next chapter skips to, it's like I said, it's like three chapters long, <laughs> skips outside raking the leaves. And um, Mr. Thompson is in uh, says, I have a much larger rake that will probably work better for you. It's hanging in my garage if you want to use it. I'm going to run a few errands, but I'll leave the garage open for you. Eh? Eh? <laughs> and like I said, it's heavily implied that he knew eh? she'd been watching him. And um, he's, he's into it. <laughs> oh, she goes to try to get this rake because she kind of is picking what he's dropping. Does it have a big and, pole? Uh, she goes into his garage. <laughs> well, he go- she goes into the garage in addition to all his neat power tools lined up on the shelves. He's also got a whole bunch of his, like, leather whips and chains and straps and shit in his garage. In the- okay. With a door yes. that opens Aww. onto the street. So, I mean, I'm just if, saying, if he's that's got probably not a good place to keep them. No kink shaming here. You can keep your tools in the garage if you want to, just make just sure, make they sure stay, they're clean. Yeah, just make sure they stay clean. I'm just saying, it seems a little odd to keep your fun toys in the garage. Um, so well, she goes in there. That another aspect of the bondage. Cold concrete yeah. floors do it for some people. Or, you know, he he goes, let me go get my tools. And then he has to go <laughs> to the garage. Oh, I'm sorry, gosh. what? <laughs> Do you want to repeat yeah. yourself there? But no, it's not like he one. keeps the sex toys okay. in there. It's just Don't like worry, the straps and it. chains. Thanks, Gwen. You're a doll. <laughs> oh my god! So she goes in there to get to get the rake, and while she's looking at all these things, she's up this set of tongs, which I believe what he describes is some kind of whip. And so she's like looking at it and she's playing with it, and he sneaks up on her and. Like tells her that that's uh, I could I see you couldn't resist touching my gear, <laughs> yeah. So and her excuse is well it was right next to the rake. So well he apparently takes sure. this as some kind of invitation. Uh, he proceeds to handcuff her together, loop it to the bar in the ceiling so she's got her arms in the air, and then um, I believe he uses the actual thing that she finds. Um, because you know what happens to naughty girls who touch things they shouldn't, they get pushed. Yeah, so he, like, spanks her with this thing in the garage where everyone can see. With the door still open? Uh Uh-huh. Like, it never mentions if the garage door is open. I'm more concerned with the fact that... Uh-uh. I'm more concerned with the fact that she just picks this thing up and then he takes that as an invitation to whip her with it. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like I said, this is one of the more interesting ones. Consent! Whip it. Whip it good. On her butt. Uh, It's not too late. (laughs) Oh my gosh. But apparently she's really into it because there's an unbearable heat between her legs. And she's grappling grappling with herself because A, her neighbor is just tying her up and spanking her, but she really likes it. Yeah, he does it on her bare butt, which is you should never do it directly on the butt the first time. Wait, when did she get stripped? No, she's just got a skirt on, so when her arms are up in the air, he just kind of lifts her skirt up. Because apparently she's got a shelf ass. Consent. Right? And not Please. wearing any underwear? That is definitely Where? an invitation. But... Where is the, hey, can we do this thing? Oh, trust me, I yeah. had this yes, whole conversation this the entire time, and later on he doesn't get any better. But uh, that's a PSA for another Here's day. Here's our safe word. So after he beats her butt with his tons. To the point where she describes later on having blisters on her butt, which he's very bad. Holy what shit! The fuck? Right? He's very bad at aftercare. I'm, I'm severely disappointed in him. He's not a very good one. He tells her to come back to his house 
at 11 p.m. What? Says, I'm going easy okay. on you now, but you will receive the rest of your punishment tonight. I'm also going to teach you the proper use of bondage gear. Be at my front door at 11 p.m. Yeah. When did she say, hey, I'm interested in this thing. Can you please teach me? When did that happen? It doesn't. That, that, holy But shit. apparently because she got really excited while they were doing it, she like he liked it. Uh, so she has to go back to her house and she has this really awkward com- like um family dinner because her butt hurts so bad she's like shifting around trying to not put her weight on it and her grandma is like questioning her about when she's gonna get a boyfriend and shit and she's really conflicted about it no grandma i'm just gonna screw the older guy next door who likes to put me in handcuffs right Without asking. <laughs> With, yeah, without asking. Hey, Grandma. Would you like to go next door with me? Maybe you can meet my boyfriend. <coughs> oh. oh, God. He'll tie you up in conversation. <laughs> Do you want Grandma to die of shock? <laughs> oh, he She's can do shocks and awes. <laughs> Why? Um. The next chapter is from Mr. Thompson, a.k.a. Mike's point of view, and he's talking about how he watched her grow up next door, because this goes back to what we were talking about earlier, Uh, how that's creepy. That's Um, creepy. And he was fully aware that she was watching him over the fence and from behind her curtains and shit. So if he knew she was watching, he would put on an extra good show. Okay. No. With his girlfriend at the time, right? Nope. Yeah. Did did the women so, he was with know she was watching? Because no. It never says if his girlfriend knows whether or not she's watching. Oh god. Never does. So they never, don't talk much about creep. the girlfriend except that she left. It talks about I love this sentence because it was ju- it just describes everything. Mike sat on the sofa reading a recently downloaded ebook on his electronic e-reader. <laughs> because the author knew where his <laughs> book was gonna be. I like how it's the electronic e-reader because e-reader doesn't auto doesn't stand for an electronic reader. Nope. Like your ATM machine. Yeah, ATM machine or your pin or number. Pin number. Yeah. Um, actually, in the military, they've got a CAC, and people call it CAC card. And it's let's see, where was it going? Okay, so <laughs> he goes on and he's waiting for her, and she not she actually shows up. She knocks on the door and he tells her, "Open the door and come inside." And so she walks into his den, and she's trying to apologize for being late because her dad was ta- trying to talk to her. And he basically tells her, you will only speak when given permission. Kneel on the floor in front of me and take off your shirt. Eyes on the floor. So, he, yeah. What? He is very controlling, but he's a bad dom. Very bad dom. No discussion of safe oh words. No hard limits. No aftercare. I'm very, very disappointed. Two stars. You only get a I'm safe word so when I say you get a safe word. Oh, that's called a that's, head game. No, that's, and that's not bad. how that works. Uh, oh, oh, I'm not. Uh, okay, I'm not sure how this works. <laughs> bad doms are bad. You don't want a bad dom. Goes on to describe her underwear and her boobs because there's a guy writing this book, so you know that everything. We have come to hate the phrase "creamy peaks." Go, that's go, how he describes her boobs. Go, go into detail. He describes. <laughs> Her breasts as oh. creamy peaks. Let me just oh. edit my recent uh, <laughs> smut corner. Alrighty then. That's an icky phrase. So, like, he automatically demands that he she call him master, which again, you're supposed to build up to that kind of stuff. So he no. just there he tells her to strip down, and she is very hesitant, but she eventually does it. And then he proceeds to take, I believe it is a riding crop. And smack her boobs with them. Which, that's a no-no. You probably do not want to smack somebody's chest with a rain. It hurts. It's not good. And he proceeds, and he tells her, I've been watching you grow up. I think you can be taught respect, but you must demonstrate your willingness to accept and shine. If you are good, you will earn the privilege of wearing this collar. I will allow you to come up when I allow you. No! Mm-hmm. No. 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 Like I said, trust me, this is the least no. creepy out of the four that I've read. This is the least creepy? Um, it's tied with the DP one because at least with the DB one there was consent. But it's still pirates. 
getting drunk and fucking soon, so. <laughs> well, if there's consent, it's still a lot less creepy than this. Yeah, this doesn't have consent. Consenting because she's got a debt from gambling with these guys. Okay, well then, that's not, that's co- oh. Yeah. Yep, like that's, I said, these are sense. these are very, <laughs> very interesting. I think, like, the next couple of one is, it's just them describing the next couple bondage issues that they have. And him leading her around on a leash and stuff and spanking her and all this good shit, but. Oh, and then he makes her count when she's, when he smacks her butt with a bamboo cane, which is a no-no. You never want to start with something that big. Like, seriously, you, you do start with the hand, you do something a little bit thicker, but like, the thinner that something is, it hurts really bad. Canes are no fun. No, so thank you. He seems to not know his way around this shit. Yeah. No. Which is and, really and, the and, author and, definitely doesn't know his way around. And no. Bailey and seems switches... to, at least seems to know a little bit more. I was just wondering. <laughs> well, I may or may not be semi-familiar with this particular scene. I'm not sure how, what all you want to discuss on the podcast. Mm. We, we got a professional <laughs> on the podcast. <laughs> I would not what go have that we far. Done, we've done something wrong. <laughs> I would not go that far. At all. <laughs> okay. I have just... No, but for um, real. Whatever you're comfortable with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you gotta remember my husband's in the room right over there. <laughs> <laughs> um, more, nothing that, I'm, that I tell you has about. anything to do with him. So this is all stuff from before. I feel like oh. these stories oh. are gonna be gotcha. more fun than the actual one I brought. <laughs> So, once upon a time, <laughs> when Bailey was still learning about what she liked in bed, she across a website called FetLife, which is essentially kinky Facebook. And, um... Oh, yeah, I've heard of that. It's actually a pretty interesting website. I enjoyed it a great bit, especially if you're like me, where I just like about fetishes. I don't necessarily have to be turned on about it, but I, I definitely, there are some that I enjoy learning about. I had an ex that was into uh, feederism, which is not something I will ever, ever be into. That's um, when they get off watching you eat. Yeah, that's... Uh, yep. Ew, I thought gotcha. you said feet. Like, oh, I had one of those, like, too. Like, but... like the toes. No, but feederism like squish- okay. is what I was talking about. Ooh, I had a creepy guy when I was on OkCupid who he was like, I want to be friends. I was like, okay, cool, let's talk. And then he was like, you're okay that I have a foot fetish, right? I was like, okay, that has nothing to do with me. And that, but then he'd bring it up like every other. I think uh, you and I might have talked to one of the same guys because I had a. So guy, you're okay that I got a foot fetish. I had a guy that well, kept asking me to describe the shoes I was wearing. <laughs> yeah, it's like um, I was okay with it. I didn't care until you kept bringing it up. Hold on, wait, I'm gonna ask Nick something. Hey Nick, you got a foot fetish? <laughs> well, fuck my feet up, Bitch, cause we done. <laughs> <laughs> Listeners, if he does, this will be a video format. <laughs> Let me open up my... Sorry about that, uh, I had to get permission to do something. <laughs> I did pee? So I can finish telling the, the story. Um, so while I was on FetLife, I got contacted by this guy, Mr. X. Uh, this is real name because he... He's very professional in what he does, and I don't want to ruin his actual life by using his real name. But he was a very nice professional, and uh, him and his wife were interested in having a three-way. I was unattached and feeling a little adventurous. At the time, I was living with my roommate, who I hated, so I wanted to get out of the house a lot. He was the only dom that I've ever had, and I would never have another one other than him because he was very professional. We didn't do anything the first two times that I went over there. We spent the time going over what is, what I'm comfortable with, what he's comfortable with, how we were going to do things, was I comfortable with within the room. She was really nice. I liked her too. They were very good people. It was it was probably one of the, the nicer relationships I've ever had. It was very, very short though. But, um, you know, we went through, you know, what is good if you ever have a dominant outside of this, this is what you need to be careful with. This, this is, you know, there are people who will say, oh, I'm the best, I'm the best, they're absolutely horrible at what they do, and 
you know, an actual dom is not somebody that slaps a collar on your neck and says, call me master. That's, there are a lot of sickos out there that will, oh yeah, there's, it's a lot of trust. Definitely more to it than that. And, um, you know, a lot of listening to your partner. And actually, in most of the situations, the submissive way more power than the dom because they're controlling a lot. Mm-hmm. But I, but one of the things we did do was we went over uh, safety of spanking, and I somewhere there is a chart he made for me of green zones, yellow zones, and red zones of where you're not supposed to hit or get hit. <laughs> like I said, he took his shit very seriously, and you know he was he was a little bit older. He was a little bit older than me. Clearly, yeah, he'd been doing That's it a for good a guy. while, so he kind of was trying to if how to do it too. So. Was something we were both they were both interested in, so he took it very seriously. And like I said, he taught me what I was supposed to be looking for. If that was what I wanted to pursue, and I I enjoyed our time quite a bit. When I read books like this, and especially Fifty Shades of Grey, because that shit pissed me off so much, it really bugs me because it's such a bad representation. Nah. Oh <laughs> god, that it, yeah, that I'm episode fifty, that. Fifty Shades for episode fifty. Um, I was about to ask something about that because doesn't he like go through a whole list of shit? It's such a bad representation. The very beginning, of the lifestyle. They do have a little bit. But hey, it's shit! The if you guys want to go mm. over that one, I'll come back for that episode. Yeah, because I've read all three of those horrible books, <laughs> <laughs> and I'll just come. Of course, you will, Gwen. Gwen, because <laughs> you come when you're called. <laughs> So that's the absolutely horrible bondage book oh. and tangent that Bailey went off on. So I do apologize. Basically, it spends sixty-eight pages Wait, I, telling me how he spanks her. I, I think I think we asked for it. <laughs> I don't. Know, I just, I'm not used. And the answer is bad. I feel like I didn't do a very good job because it's only sixty-eight pages. And it's it's written by a guy, so it's not very good. Oh, damn it. <laughs> it would have been 69. One more page. One more page. 69 if you count oh, the insert yeah. for the next, <laughs> next page. There oh, we go. Yeah. That doesn't count. Oh, the 69 is uh, an insert? Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this works out even better. Oh. Uh, <laughs> just keep inserting it. But, like, the author is just really bad at writing like bondage shit like he does one that's called c is for control and it's basically about reading something naughty at work and then her boss takes her into his office and her over the desk uh no. and the time i'm reading this i'm like why aren't you kicking that's right yeah yep so it really bugs me that you know when you read stuff in the bondage section that like 90 percent of it is just straight up right. rape there's another one in here that I have called um, Captured by a Viking or whatever, and that is straight up. And it's ridiculous because the girl gets, like, mad Stockholm Syndrome. Oh, God. Authors, dear authors, please work on not having rape. Dear authors, please do your research before you're writing about something you don't necessarily know about. Yeah. Talk to someone who knows. We're not scary. We will talk to you. I'm scared. <laughs> no, I mean that's what fed life is there for, so you can talk to people about kinks you don't understand. By the way, I highly recommend that you all go on that at least once a week and look up the different kinks because I saw something on there called CBT, and I had no idea what that was. And after reading it, it makes my genitals hurt. It stands for cock and ball torture. Oh yeah. Um, mm-hmm. No thanks. As mm-hmm. Cody is suspiciously silent. <laughs> What? No, I was not looking up FetLife at all. <laughs> I I highly recommend that you you look it up, especially if you're like me, where I just I like to learn about kinks. I don't necessarily have to participate, but I like to learn what makes people tick with certain things because I I find it all very thing. Like a lot of the times, people who have really big control issues in their life will get into bondage, but not necessarily because they want to control something. It's because they want something in their life that is controlled. So mm-hmm. I, I find this the psychology. I've heard of people it. I've heard of people who have gotten raped that act out their not that particular but act out rape scenes and they have the control as the submissive. Now that is interesting. I and have not heard that. 
Yeah, I read something somewhere about that where somebody just felt so in control and that was how they dealt with it. Hmm. Yeah, I've heard that before. Well, if it helps them move on, more power to them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So speaking of not understanding the things that you're t- writing about, uh, <laughs> do you guys want to get to my smut corner? Cody smut corner. corner. Hell yes. Cody smut Favorite corner. Favorite part of the episode. <laughs> uh, so this is one I've had like forever, and uh, I wanted to write it for Gwen, and uh, I'm not sure. Uh, I actually had to do two rewrites on this one because the first time I tried to write, write it, it was, mm, I didn't like it. But uh, I did. I didn't even read it to you yet. <laughs> you ready for this shit? Let's do it. Bring it. Let's I've been it. so ready for so long, Cody. Let's go. <laughs> the slow, methodical back and forth of the brush was hypnotic, slowly grinding off the ages of what could only be assumed was just another puzzle piece to unlock this mystery that was Egypt. Clarissa had been working on this portion of the crypt for so long she had committed the spot to memory. Every researcher was designated a spot, and this was hers. The slow Is reveal- her spot the G spot? God damn it, shush. <laughs> I'm making innuendos here, shush. <laughs> the slow reveal was the best part of her job. The long and arduous process of grinding off the layers of dirt. It had been coming up oh, to this. She really likes the tease. Mm-hmm. The rest of the mural had all pointed to the lower half of this wall. Sandstorms had filled the insides of this temple, penetrating it with its coarse grain. (laughs) As the last of the sand fell off the symbol, Clarissa let out a sigh of relief. The Egyptians even used art in their writing. Clarissa loved the beauty of the Egyptians, always stoic and regal. Their Their demeanor had even more of an air about them than the kings and queens of yore. However, when the great reveal, the culmination of all her work and discovery was revealed, Clarissa almost wept. An imposing creature known as the Scarab lay between the two large beams of light at the vertex of the culmination of the tribute to the great Cleopatra. I'm sorry, but wasn't Clarissa the name of your dire weasel's villain TikTok? That was with a K. I actually wrote that before we did that, (laughs) but yeah, you're right. (laughs) It is. Clarissa fell back onto her ass, depressed and defeated. Oh, Ra, why would you lead me down this path towards your almighty light to such a simple creature? A bug, no less. Clarissa mocked the tone in which she thought their priest took. Getting up, Clarissa got... Oh, God. Cody, just slapped myself in the face. Getting up, Clarissa got up. Uh, Clarissa got up and started to slap her jeans, dusting off herself. As she did, the the strung lights above her started to flicker. Oh, great. Oh, great. Bring her on the night early, Osiris. What Clarissa expected next was not the smooth tones of a calm woman next to her ear. She did not expect a guiding hand on hers moving to her stomach. (laughs) Shh, I'm getting into this. Where we shall go, even the gods should not see. Clarissa spun around to meet her companion in this empty crypt. As she turned, she did not see who had just spoken. The feeling on her hand did not go away, however. A small tingling started to emerge from her hand as she lifted up to her face to observe movement underneath the skin. She slowly backed, hoping this sight would get further from her. Hating her work, her ass slid down the art, no longer caring for respect of the ages. She watched as the figure underneath her, underneath the skin, crawled up her arm and across her chest. Inhaling Gross. only made the bulge worse, seeming to Gross. scratch her underneath her breasts. Allie, I'm listening to Cody. Shut up. I'm sorry. All I can think of is the mummy with the scarabs under the skin. And, oh, God. <laughs> as it progressed lower, she let out a breath to scream into the ancient tomb, something she assumed would also be her tomb. And with that, the sensation changed from a coarse, rough structure to a buzzing and euphoric feeling deep within her womb. (laughs) Don't worry, young one. The rituals will soon be complete, and you will be cleansed 
for the god who walks among the mortals. The dark tones reached Clarissa's ears, but she was in such disbelief of the situation she no longer cared. As the bulge moved underneath her pants, she hurriedly removed her undergarments to try and remove the object. In her panic, she also removed her panties, landing her ass back into the dirt as she raised her legs in the air. When Clarissa looked down to find where the feeling had gone, she gasped in surprise. Betwixt her legs, crawling out of her vagina, was an insect in close similarity of the scarab. Rose! As the first one emerged, another appeared at the entrance, giving birth to thousands of insects as they crawled along her legs, forming a small pool onto the floor. Slowly, the insects constructed into a formation of a human. Clarissa, after giving birth to this multitude of scarabs, and having a voice in her head, she had been pushed beyond her mental limits, and her vision went dark. Deep within her coma, her dreams had been dynamic, changing from scene to scene, from her younger life swimming to a pool of cool water, from her troubles in high school, dropping her books upon the hallway floor, to her office life sorting field reports to get to the point she was now. In the midst of all these images, a hazy one appeared of a last session of pleasure. In the Egyptian city of Cairo, without her usual tool, she played with her small mound below. The motion slow and methodical, similar to her job, it was unmistakable, but soon it changed to an erratic pace. Motions against her lower half woke her, looking between her legs instead of the hill of beetles. <laughs> Her eyes met with a dark-skinned, black-haired woman adorned with a jade tiara encrusted with various jewelry. Clarissa was in shock, but amazed at the change in pleasure. The lingering marks on her inside started to turn into a light fluttering feeling. Dark obsidian eyes stared back up into hers, a sense of understanding between them both. Those who walk directly below gods do not apologize, but if I was permitted... I would do so now, the figure said, sadly, as she slowly rose. Clothed in the fine leathers and beads with precious stones, this figure before Clarissa stood, showing off her slender beauty. <sighs> who, who are you? Clarissa muttered into her breast as her body stayed as if it was, staring up into this glorious, glaring sun. Her beauty was so bright. It could burn those who dared defy her. The one known as the great pharaoh, Cleopatra. I want you, my scholar. Feeling within my breast calls me to you, yearning for you. Accept me. I would command of you, but those soft eyes ask, ask me to return as such. Clarissa used her hands to press her back into the wall. Moments passed, and the woman that stood before her never moved from that spot, only staring at her, blinking her long tails of eyelashes slowly. Obvious from her intensity, it was not to seduce her. It was simply waiting for something more. Thoughts progressed through Clarissa's mind. History had no help for her now. If this was truly Cleopatra, those which had written excerpts on her would have been awestruck in her actual striking beauty. Please, my pharaoh, take me, for I give my body unto you. Clarissa said after a long reprieve, <laughs> half mocking those priests from before, but half truths lying deep within her accent. Cleopatra's clothing fell off of her, dropping to the feet immediately. <laughs> What I truly want is for you to take my body, so I may have a, the gentle soul beyond those windows. Cleopatra reached towards Clarissa's face, all the while lowering herself onto Clarissa's sex. The cross of their legs was something unknown to Clarissa, but must have been familiar to her innate sense as she started to slowly gyrate against the pharaoh. In contrast to the sand around them, their movements slid over one another, uh, only touching the push only touching the portions in which they individually enjoyed. Small passings between the two of them, like the slow erosion of waves onto a beach. 
pressing into one another, the legs began to exchange warmth as well as a singular hand upon Clarissa's cheek. Leaning forward, Cleopatra glaces, graces her Clarissa's little... Ah, fuck! <laughs> Leaning it, forward, Cody. Cleopatra graces Clarissa's lips with a passing tra- trace, tentative to say the least. As the motions between them increase, Clarissa let out a single breath, a breath, blushing from the singular emotion of euphoria. How does this feel so good? A nub is pleasure. That's it. That's it. That's the end of it. <laughs> I love it. So she Ew. birthed this person from beetles and then fucked her. Well, I mean, that's <clears throat> harsh. God's work in yep. mysterious ways, girl. I'm a. <laughs> I- I'm gonna go take a shower because I feel dirty. <laughs> like I, I just talked about everything crawl. I talked about, but that made me feel dirty. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that made me feel oh so right. <laughs> I'm glad. <laughs> Including the scarabs underneath her. Oh, I can't even say it. Oh, oh yeah, gross. Just seeing it moving all around. Quinn, I would like to have a conversation with you about the psychology <laughs> of your kinks. Uh, me too, because at, like, at a certain point, I was just like, I don't know how the fuck, uh, how the fuck this works. Because <laughs> I went, the crossing of their legs was something unknown to Clarissa and Cody. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, yeah, I, I'm not sure. I hope I hit as close as your pleasure zone as possible. Uh, <laughs> but to, don't don't want to don't did anyone get my pun at the end? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Thank you. <laughs> so, <laughs> my face hurts from smiling too hard. So that that was for you, Gwen. I, <laughs> I loved to, it. I tried to write lesbian porn. <laughs> That was uh, amazing. Thank you, Cody. You're, you're welcome. I also tried not to make it rapey. <laughs> so but they did consent. Yep, there was consent. Yep. I loved oh, it. Oh, fucking scarabs. God damn it. That was mm. my favorite part. <laughs> Crawling all under your skin, being birthed out of your big old flow of scarabs. Part, oh, God. Oh. Like, what is that phobia where you're like scared of repetitive circles and shit? You know what I'm talking about? Oh, I know that one. Like, yep. you don't ever have it oh until God. you look up what the word means, and then from then on, you have it. <laughs> because it never used to bug me until I learned that that was a thing, and then they showed you like a picture of um, this toad that like gives birth out of its back. And that will oh, that God. just instantly. Anytime I see circles that, like yeah. that, I'm just like, nope, 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 nope. I'm done. <laughs> so done. Uh, let me just write a note here. Circles of pleasure. Circles right. of pleasure. I think it's. Oh, you keep it up, Cody, because I'm still working on pounded in the butt by my own podcast. Oh, yes. <laughs> Has he not written that yet? No. No, he hasn't. I'm I don't to. think he has a podcast, so. Oh, well, see, when I'm um, after the uh, smut writing contest, I was really frustrated. So that was going to be my, my way of coping, was I was going to write Pounded in the Butt my, by my own podcast, Pounding Butts. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. So I have, I have a vague outline I need to work on, but unfortunately when i write smut i get the giggles and i can't stop and then i can't write anything seriously and i end up with stupid phrases like um what was it cantaloupe fuckers and stuff like that (laughs) yes please cantaloupe fuckers just sounds like two people eloping and then like after eloping they just they just have sex they're cantaloupe fuckers or, well, no, the idea of it was that these are teenage boys and they knew, you know, you always see in the TV shows, they like microwave cantaloupes or whatever fruit and then drill a hole in it. What TV Fuck shows that. are you watching? <laughs> I know, right? American Dad. Oh, oh for, 
uh, weeds, they did it with uh, banana peels. For anyone who wants to know, it's either trypophobia or trypophobia. T-R-Y-P-O-phobia. Don't look it up. <laughs> don't look it up. Just thinking about it makes my skin crawl. If you want yes. any pictures of it, please um. contact Gwen. <laughs> uh, never sharing anything with any of you ever again. <laughs> Ooh, there's a spider you, with it. I'm sorry, I'm gonna stop. <laughs> no, the worst ones are like lotus pods and stuff like that. What really bugs me is like when you go on those little articles that are like, you know, 50 people confess, blah, blah, blah. There's always those weird little pictures at the bottom. And there's a really, really nasty one of an eyeball that they photoshopped in some way that it has it. And then there's one with a foot where it just has holes in the foot. And it's like, oh! <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, it's really bad. Oh, this is so weird. I love it. squeaking Bailey today. (laughs) All right. So now that we've got Bailey's fears out in the open. uh... (laughs) (laughs) Please don't send me pictures of these. I'm begging you. I know there are trolls out there that listen to this, but I'm serious. I will cry. Please send us some of your pictures. You can send those to... uh, at GOBB Podcast on Twitter or Good Looks Bad Books at gmail.com. Uh, if you want to send those directly to me so that you know I get them, go on and send them to at Gwyn and Tonic. Please do not send them to at aluminum underscore iodide. I will cry. <laughs> I'm also in the do not send train, Lothlorian underscore elf. You can also find me at CodeDude3. I've not been paying attention. I've been looking at phobias. He's on the yes train. <laughs> woo woo! Oh god. Please just send me smelly markers. That's all I want. And I'm at Ironic Adventures. Alright. Anything you want to plug? Your time on Dire Weasels? Or anything else? Well, um, I'm in the process of trying to get together a... Um, a podcast called uh, Girls Game Night, and it's all girl gamers playing D and D. Fuck yeah! Hopefully, if I can figure out Alternated how to do the, the audio shit. Fly campaign. Yeah, yeah. I know all about that one. <laughs> a cat's trying to kill me. Please help. <laughs> that would be essentially what John says, except it's Jenny's trying to kill me. Please help. Um, I didn't try to kill him several times. I'm sorry. I'm not. <laughs> sorry, don't, not don't sorry. Don't let the cat kill me. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. Oh, right now it's just four women screaming at each other. Beautiful. It is. Uh, it's a fabulous mess. <laughs> Gwen, cut that. No, I cut nothing. <laughs> <clears throat> cut it all. Nope. So I was never here. If you want to rate us, you could go to iTunes and give us five star rating and review. That'd be nice. Give us a star for every single Fuck hole yeah, you're a, nice. you're we scared need some of. More shit to read, guys. Come on. Jeez, look, Lord, I like already sent testy. you guys like three. Uh, yeah, other people need yeah, to stuff up their games. Stuff up your game, bitches. Right. And while you're stepping up your game, you could go listen to our Housemates podcast. Uh, I think we plugged literally every single one of them last episode. Well, you're very uh, good at plugging. So, oh, yeah, butt plugging. You can go <laughs> listen to uh, DCW podcast. Uh, I could say my whole spiel about how they're watching DC shows on the CW, and they combined it. So there's one less C. Just look at that one. That's pretty amazing. I'm gonna make a flail out of the fruit roll Why? Because I can't. <laughs> that sounds sexy. Right? You should instead make a cat of nine tails. Kinky.
That too. So you can do whips. Well, it only breaks in the so I don't think you can really. We just gotta chop them up. You gotta chop. Yeah. Don't don't tempt me. I will find a way to make fruit scent sexy. Three to. Look, look, look. I, I love biting into a peach as much as the next man. You said that as though there's never been a dodgy ad about strawberries and chocolate sauce. Oh my. True. <laughs> Drizzle that chocolate sauce all over me. <laughs> well, according to that book, we all have strawberries of our own. True. Mine gets very red. I don't want hot chocolate sauce no. anywhere near my nipples. Sorry. No. Oh, oh, oh. I do, except I want it about that far away. <laughs> so you want it in your mouth. It's as close as it gets. With ice cream. Let me just whip out my nipple on cam. Well, it's not like you're on a Twitch. <laughs> the only one that might be a little uncomfortable. Hey, I think we might have hit the bullshit requirement now. Bullshit requirement yeah, has bullshit been failed. <laughs> Those who walk directly below gods do not apologize. God damn it, Cody! Oh shit! I'm sorry. I thought we we are. You broke recording. Ben's mood. Um, yeah, that's all I got. Fuck it. I'm stopping my recording. <laughs> Gonna push the square. Push it.